his power of loving gathered into gold. With Silas's poignant backstory, Elliot had already stirred my deepest sympathies. But the events of Chapter 5 layered painful insult on devastating injury, until my heart just broke. Earlier, Dunstan, discovering the bit of pork, had thought to himself that people always said, the old staring simpleton lived on moldy bread. Now we learn that what sounds like just another uncharitable rumor is actually right. Silas deprives himself of all superfluous pleasures. He devotes himself entirely to his work, and he has only one personal passion, his gold. The roasted pork was a rare indulgence received as a present. He was saving it for supper, so he might enjoy it with the golden wine of his guineas. And the ingenious contraption he had rigged to roast it was what prevented him from locking his door against a thief. Each of these details makes the awful discovery he's about to make, that the gold is gone, all the more awful still. It's also painful to watch the innocent and trusting Silas betrayed once more, even after he has seemingly placed himself beyond the reach of all his fellow men. His routines are so monotonous and his days so unchanging that he cannot even fathom the unexpected. He walks back to his cottage with a serene sense of security and an eager anticipation of his supper. We, meanwhile, know what is to come and must passively bear witness to a new devastation wrought on his simple soul. And how devastating what we witness is! How his short-sighted eyes see no sign of an intruder, and his feet trod over the evidence and wipe it out. How his hands tremble in terror as they grope about the empty hole. His desperate efforts to ward off despair by persuading himself of the impossible. And that wild, ringing scream, the cry of desolation. My favorite passage in these chapters was this one, which highlights Silas's harmlessness and shows how all the intensity of his naturally affectionate nature had been poured into his work and gathered in his gold. Quote, Anyone who had looked at him as the red light shone upon his pale face, strange straining eyes, and meager form— would perhaps have understood the mixture of contemptuous pity, dread, and suspicion with which he was regarded by his neighbors in Ravelow. Yet few men could be more harmless than poor Marner. In his truthful, simple soul, not even the growing greed and worship of gold could beget any vice directly injurious to others. The light of his faith quite put out, and his affections made desolate, he had clung with all the force of his nature to his work and his money. And like all objects to which a man devotes himself, they had fashioned him into correspondence with themselves. His loom confirmed more and more the monotonous craving for its monotonous response. His gold, as he hung over it and saw it grow, gathered his power of loving together into a hard isolation like its own. Unquote. All his power of loving had been gathered into gold and then stolen from him. <laughs>